Welcome to Text Support, a podcast of the Mount Juliet Church of Christ, where we encourage and equip people to interact with the biblical text. We're your hosts, Tim Martin and Brian Lamaster. So glad you're joining us. This is a bonus episode for you to get to know us and hear more about the vision of Text Support. Let's chat first about the podcast. We hear from time to time from people who they're not sure what resources to use and what they can trust. We hear from other people that they want to read, but they're not sure kind of where to start in the Bible or if they will understand it correctly. And then we hear from other people where they understand certain topics, but they would like a fuller discussion uh, about those topics. So Tim and I were like, hey, why don't we get together and create a podcast and try to help people and be a resource for people? Tim, as people contemplate the effort and the time to to grow students of the Bible at home, why, why is that worth their, their effort and time? Well, it's how they can get to know more about God and His will and His Word. I'm one of those people that believe if we can understand more about God's Word in its original context, what its original occasion and purpose was, uh, how the original audience heard that, then I think we can better bring forward that when, when it's applicable uh, into modern-day application, and we can get to know more about God's nature, His character, His love for His people, the overall redemptive story of the Bible, uh, and then also just how to apply it in our lives, which is a challenging thing uh, to do if we don't understand it in its original context first. Hopefully, we'll be able to help with that and give some people some tools and suggestions and maybe uh, do some thought-provoking things to get them thinking about the Bible uh, in a deeper way. Yeah, when I think about our context here at Mount Julia Church of Christ, our elders gave us uh, our vision statement, and part of that is to grow in Christ and with the pathway of discipleship, uh, kind of how we can do that. One of those is to engage with God's Word daily. So I love that this is hopefully helping people accomplish that and reach that spiritual maturity that they need. Um, tech support, um, tell us a little bit about that title and how we came about. It's really, it's originally coming from one of your Bible classes, actually, right? Yeah, I have to give Philip Jenkins credit for that because I'm not very creative. Uh, and so we're thinking about a deeper way to dive into the Bible. A lot of times those classes may be called Digging Deeper or something along those lines. But this, my class that was named that and this podcast are designed to support the biblical text and people's understanding of it uh, and how to study it. So we are wanting to support the text for people. And so I think it's a good name uh, for this podcast. It was a good name that will be retired from my class now and taking over this podcast. But uh, we're just wanting to provide support for the understanding of the biblical text. So that's why it's applicable. Yeah, I know you, Tim, and I know people listening to this will know part of my story as well, but I think it's helpful sometimes to know what the backstory is from different teachers and people that are presenting information to us, kind of where they came to, where they are, and their conclusions of faith and things like that. So if you want to kick us off, tell us a little bit about your faith background, kind of what led you to where you are today. Okay, yeah, sure. I think it helps because it colors you know, people's character and they understand where you're coming from and maybe the diversity of things in your background. I was brought up in a Christian environment. My family was of the Baptist tradition. We uh, were members for my entire childhood at a pretty large Southern Baptist church in Nashville. I grew up in Madison, went to a private Christian school from second grade through 12th grade, uh, and was always around a Christian environment. I don't, I don't know a time where I don't, didn't believe in the Bible. Uh, there certainly were times in my life where I didn't obey God and, and follow his plan, especially in college uh, as an undergraduate, but I was always brought up in a Christian home that believed in the Bible, believed in Jesus and the God of the Bible, uh, and res- respected scriptures. And obviously, uh, my parents made a great many sacrifices for me to get education in a Christian environment uh, in my you know, elementary and high school and middle school and high school days. And so uh, going through that, went to college. Uh, my undergraduate uh, studies were in mechanical engineering. 
I met my wife, Tracy, there uh, in uh, as part of student government. Uh, we were involved in that, and she kind of helped me get my life turned around a little bit and my behavior uh, back to where it needed to be. And she had grown up here at the Mount Juliet Church of Christ her entire life. I had never really ever attended a Church of Christ at all uh, before I met her. And we went uh, while we were in Knoxville, and then we started coming back here uh, before we were married. Uh, and so then I uh, studied here. I saw this as a church uh, of a place where people want to serve God and respected God's Word. And I was baptized here in 2000. Uh, and then began immediately to serve here as a teacher uh, and teaching Bible classes. And also in 2005, I became a deacon over the jail ministry here. Uh, I had a career in mechanical engineering, electrical work. Uh, then I moved over into civil engineering and project management, especially in highway construction, uh, and worked as an engineer for a local municipality uh, in Lebanon. And then I got into ministry 12 years ago, and it's a very strange journey uh, to that. And while I've been in ministry, I've learned a lot. Have the opportunity to increase my education. Uh, I've gotten my master's in biblical studies from Heritage Christian, uh, and also just wound up getting my PhD uh, from Amherst University. So that's kind of my journey to here and being the education minister here at the Mount Juliet Church of Christ. Don't worry, I'm still going to call you Tim and not Dr. Martin on this podcast. Um, yeah, for me, we have similar stories, uh, parts of the journey. I grew up uh, with two parents that attended worship uh, regularly when I was a child, and at every point in my life, I had people in my family that encouraged me to be part of the church and pursue God. Uh, became a Christian at the age of 12, uh, studied with my mom, my sister, and I. And uh, around, I don't know, a couple years later as a teenager, decided, hey, I wanted to go into ministry. The church that I grew up with uh, really loved me, played a big part in a couple different points in my life that really made me fall in love with God's people and wanted to pursue that. So got my undergrad in Bible emphasis and youth ministry, did that for uh, eight years, and then got to come here to Mount Juliet Church of Christ and work as a, the discipleship minister. Got my master's and New Testament as well, so that kind of is what led me to where I am uh, today. Uh, when I think about my family and I guess myself outside of the church context, uh, I am married to a wonderful wife. We have two kids. Uh, the, our daughter is six and our son uh, just turned two, so they consume most of my free time of playing and enjoying uh, their activities and things like that. I love sports. I know Tim and I have that in common. Uh, we like to watch football, talk about sports. Uh, what about you, Tim? What's some other hobbies and interests, family life that you got? Yeah, my wife and I have been married for over 26 years now. We have one daughter who just finished her first semester in college. Uh, and so we were our only child. We don't have two like you've got. Uh, and so we missed out on some of that excitement. Uh, but I have a lot of hobbies. I enjoy cooking. Uh, I enjoy fishing. Uh, we enjoy camping together as a family uh, and doing, you know, outdoor things together. Uh, enjoy reading quite a bit. And um, I really just enjoy studying the Bible and learning more about the Bible and the, the ancient world is a hobby of mine. And so uh, my wife and daughter don't like reading about ancient history and most people don't, but I do. Uh, but I'm really blessed to have a good, healthy family. I've enjoyed Living here in Mount Juliet, we moved out here. She got me out of Nashville, out here to the sticks, I call it, uh, to live in Mount Juliet. Um, but I enjoy uh, being here and being at Mount Juliet. Yeah, when you talk about the joy of studying Scripture, whether we like it or not, each of us bring principles and ideas to our study of Scripture. Uh, Tim, what are some of your core values or principles that you believe in when it comes to faith and especially Bible study that we would bring to the table uh, in this in our studies together? 
Yeah, I'm a pretty firm believer in interpreting the Bible in its original context. I think it's a mistake uh, when people decide what a text means and then go searching through the Bible, finding verses that prove uh, their point, because I can prove that pigs can fly if I can just sit there and go through the Bible enough uh, and come up with different uh, <clears throat> reasonings behind that. But I think we need to explore the text in its original context. I think we need to be honest with that. Uh, and then God's Word is very powerful. We figure those things out. Uh, the Bible wasn't written to us. It's written for us, though. I think, and I think God in His great divine wisdom knew that people throughout Christianity were going to read His Word. I think He designed history to unfold in that certain way, and we need to understand that uh, and come to that. But it wasn't written in English, and it wasn't written in 21st century Western United States uh, culture. And so we need to understand its background and interpret it properly. And I think when people don't do that and they interpret it uh, with 21st century lenses on, they make a mistake uh, and they, they uh, go into false teaching. I think also when they interpret according to tradition uh, within their particular uh, Christian uh, faith or fellowship, I think we also be careful whether that, that has been interpreted correctly or what every preacher has always told us uh, is accurate. We should definitely check out the text for ourselves. Uh, and interpret it properly in its original context. And that takes a little bit of work, and hopefully we're going to be able to help give some people some skills to do that and information to do that as part of this podcast. I love what you said there, and it, I definitely agree it takes work, but I think it's something that we can accomplish uh, for the the Scripture for us to be able to come and, and know what God's will is and to be able to apply it to our lives. Uh, for me, I also think about not just the original audience, but the idea of restoration for us to seek what was... God's will for that original audience, especially in the New Testament, to understand, hey, this is, they're modeling what God has asked them to do as a church. So a lot of our topics, especially when it comes to what the church should be like, I know Tim and I share that same passion of wanting to understand uh, what they did and model that to the best of our ability here, to lay aside some of our own desires and in humility, say, what truly is God's will and how did that early church live that out and practice that? You got any other thoughts on that? No, I think you have to pick a model for that. And we know different Christian traditions have also adopted their own traditions and their own uh, thoughts about Scripture, maybe even in the structure of the church and the conduct of the church. But I think the restorationist values of going back and saying, okay, how did the church conduct itself? What was the, the, the leadership structure? What were the worship practices? What were their interpretive methods? And I think we have to look just not just the New Testament. We also have to look at sources that are contemporary of the New Testament uh, such as early Christian writings to kind of give us a little bit of insight on how they understood things or, or maybe some things that the New Testament doesn't completely give us information on, how were they structured, and also understand how that's changed over time uh, and how people from different Christian backgrounds, if they walk into the Mount Jewish Church of Christ, what's different about where I went to church growing up, and I know that because I come from a different uh, Christian tradition, is what was different about coming to church with my wife than when I grew up uh, one thing for sure is not different. We all believe in God and Jesus Christ, and the Bible is the Word of God. And so that's a starting point that any Christians can meet uh, a middle ground and understand we all have interpreted the Bible differently. Uh, but I do think it's sound that we go back and say, how did God originally set up the church uh, as best we can determine from the New Testament and from other evidence and try to mimic that as best we can in a modern environment? Yeah, especially there's so many core beliefs and values that— we believe in and want to pursue. Um, I know for both of us, scripture has made a difference in our lives uh, when it comes to how we should live our lives and to please God. And it's my prayer that if you're joining us in this journey and maybe you're new to faith, that this hopefully can help you fall in love with scripture because it's not just a book to study, but it is a window into who God is and his love for us and 
that is a very powerful thing uh, for that. Um, you got any other core principles or beliefs that you think are worth sharing that kind of shapes your Bible study? Well, I mean, first of all, I believe that the Bible is the Word of God, and we'll talk about this when we have our series on English translations and the transmission of the Bible. We certainly don't have the autographs of any biblical work, uh, but I believe that there has been a great tradition of transmitting God's Word, a very reliable tradition of doing that. Um, And I think what we have before us is the will of God, and I think we explore it in, in looking at that. And when we think about it having the name Scripture, then we're saying it's a sacred writing, it's an authoritative writing, it's something that that sets our norms and our ethics and our values and our practices and our theology. Uh, and so that to me is the core, is that we believe the Bible is the Word of God and that we have before us graciously in our own language. Uh, and sometimes we have to study beyond English translations to figure out doctrines and to study the Bible properly. We need to go to the original languages. But uh, that can be done and has been done from just about every Bible student. Somebody's already done the heavy lifting. You just need to go read those resources for you. But the core value is, do we look at Scripture as normative for our behavior and for our beliefs? And when we do that, then we're all on the same page. Now, it's a struggle for different people to interpret that different way, but at least we start out on the same foot, uh, the Bible being the Word of God and revealing the will of God for His people. Yeah, another one that I think of is definitely not as important as inspiration, but I like to know the why in things, and I think it's not unintelligent, it's not dishonest, it's not unfaithful to God to want to know what truth is and to pursue that and even push back on things that you believe in just because it was told to you and you can't actually explain it. And I I hope this podcast uh, will help some people in that to actually understand why the church does different things or why different people hold this beliefs and not just hold it because it's always been told to you, but actually understand uh, the overall message and why that's a, a part of that that piece of the story and what scripture says. So I know you, you believe a similar thing to where uh, we want to be honest. We want to question things and work through those questions and, and truly pursue what, what God's will is and what scripture says about different topics there. Yeah. I think it's, you know, today's world with people who are educated as critical thinkers, just saying, well, my preacher said this and I believe this, especially like our first series on the way that things are done here at Mount Jewett that are structured in some of our fundamental beliefs that our elders have understood from Scripture, when we're sharing that with people, we can't just say, well, it's just what our elders believe, or it's just what the preacher says, or oh, it's just what I've always been told. We are going to have to be able to explain that to a very, very critically thinking audience who've been taught that way, who've been taught to doubt, who are living in a country that is increasingly skeptical of the validity of God's Word. We're going to have to up our game, to, to use an idiom, uh, and be better students of the Bible. And I think we can all do that. I think we ought to all want to do that. But there's going to be a little bit higher standard than perhaps in 1960 when the bulk of everybody in the United States believed in the Bible. Even if they didn't obey it, they would still respect it. That's not the case anymore. And, and it's it's a shrinking uh, group of people. And so I think we need to be able to be prepared to answer the tough questions and answer them with academic honesty. Uh, and Because we don't want to tell somebody something and they find out we lied to them and we told them something that was incorrect because it destroys the rest of our testimony uh, about the Bible and our credibility is attacked. And so knowing the why, I think is very important, even for the small thing. Why do we take the Lord's Supper? Why do we not have instrumental music? Uh, things that I don't even know if the average member of the church can really adequately explain in the Bible uh, in a logical way to be able to explain it to other people. And so hopefully we can help out with that. Yeah. Before we uh, let you go, we're going to tell you just a little bit more about the podcast. Tim alluded to some of those things. Uh, we're going to try to work in series where we'll spend a few weeks uh, 
talking about topics that kind of go together. For our first one, we're going to look at some of just the core things that we do uh, as a congregation. He alluded to some of those like the Lord's Supper, church leadership, uh, baptism, things along uh, that nature. And then we're looking at our second one, at covering the English Bible, uh, translations, philosophies about some of that, some of the notes in your Bible. So as you can tell from the first two, it's going to be a wide range of topics, but we'll run them in the course of series. Um, we definitely want uh, to interact with you and, and get to know you. So if you got questions or you got topics that you want us to consider studying, uh, feel free to email us at podcast at mountjuliet.org. And we'd love to be able to hear uh, from you um, as we go through this journey uh, together. So, Tim, you got any closing thoughts for people? No, I'm, I'm looking, just looking forward to the opportunity to serve uh, and looking forward to some feedback, uh, both positive and negative. We're learning how to do this and just starting out, so we want to serve uh, the, our listeners and the members of the Mount Juliet congregation and anybody else uh, who happens to listen to this. It's our objective to serve you and make you a better Bible student. And so feedback would be excellent to have and appreciate uh, the opportunity God's given us to do this and appreciate all the support. Uh, that there's been to help make this a reality with the technology and everything to be able to do this. Thank you for listening and joining us on Tech Support. We look forward to being with you next week. This is a podcast of the Mount Juliet Church of Christ. You can find more personal growth resources like this one at mountjuliet.org resources. The Mount Juliet Church of Christ exists to glorify God and make disciples by helping people grow in Christ, love one another, and serve others. Mm-hmm.